open the show here with a little special segment that I mean to do at the beginning of every month from here on out. Since I'm such a movie nut, I am uh, going to highlight some of the, um, in my opinion, most uh, intriguing, delightful uh, indie films. Uh, I'm not talking about big tent poles. Everybody knows that Rogue One is coming out this month. Everybody knows that Assassin's Creed is coming out this month. Uh, as well as a, a few other big... Uh, Wait, there's you know, a Star Wars movie coming out this month? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> yeah. Get well, out! Get every, out! Every year from now until you die. Your nerd yeah. card is revoked, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, my my object here in this is to uh, highlight uh, some of the smaller, uh, lesser known pictures that are coming out. Since I am such a big fanboy, since I am such a big nerd, and I do love good film, not just movies, but film, uh, you will be hearing, um, you know, these upcoming quiet little little movies that you may not know all that much about. Uh, the first film I do want to talk about is um, it's this little film called La La Land, and this is coming out next week. And it is directed by the uh, the same gentleman who brought us Whiplash two years ago. Fucking That's, great movie, right? I didn't see that one. Oh, um, <sighs> really yes, good. excellent film. You should watch it. Uh, anyways, the director is Damien uh, Cazell. And it stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. And uh, this film has been called a love letter to um, L.A., Hollywood specifically. Uh, it's set in, uh, in current time, but it is uh, kind of a throwback to some of those great 50s um, films with like Fred Astaire and Ginger Wilde and uh, Sinatra. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it has the two, uh, two main leads here. Uh, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling playing these two this th- th- these these two people that just seem to constantly run into each other. The first time that they run into each other uh, is in a traffic jam on the uh, on the 405 in L.A. And then they meet again, uh, you know, at some nightclub, and then they meet again, and then it's just the progression of their their budding fledgling romance. And they're both artists, right? Like he's yeah. a musician and she's, she's a, a struggling actress. Yeah. yeah, She's actually working at the cafe at the Warner brothers a lot. So they actually did quite a bit of shooting on the Warner brother, uh, on the brothers, uh, um, restaurant and lot area, as well as on the back lot of Warner brothers. I like, uh, I like how in the trailer, the song that, that you hear, like as the narrative almost for the background of the trailer ends up being, uh, Emma stone singing. Oh, they're both singing. They're both dancing, and uh, Ryan Gosling actually learned to play the piano for this. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. That's right, people. It's a motherfucking musical. Yes, it is a musical, but apparently it's not so overly musical. Uh, you know, it's not a, oh, we're bringing in a song and dance, and then we're going to turn a corner, and then we're going to run into this mm-hmm. situation that causes us to break into song and dance. It, it's definitely more um, better paced, and, uh, it, you know, you're not just being force-fed all of these musical numbers that just seem to be there because it's a musical uh it's not it actually be like lay miserable or something like he hurts her feelings and turns out why would he say that to me yes <laughs> started like breaking out a musical number or something it actually you know progresses the narrative along uh quite nicely from what i understand and again if you've seen whiplash uh then you know what damien gazelle has in store for you he's yeah. really really passionate about uh melding uh the the screen with uh music uh, yeah. it's just such a superb Absolutely. way yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. It looks uh kind of quirky and it also looks like it does a lot of shout outs to like 
the Fred Astaire, Ginger Roger musicals, and um, not, I don't, doesn't look like so much like the Bubsy Berkeley musicals from way back in the day. Not too much like that. Um, but it looks like it's going to be, you know, very sweet and simple and probably just uh, just a really good story. Mm. On a, on a not so sweet tip, but I mean, like, this is the second, uh, this is at least the second movie that I know of where, where uh, these two have. This will be the have, third. This has been their third movie. Yeah, now yeah, there was, They've uh, had they to have voted uh, out by now. Well, see, you know that's that's kind of tricky. You'd think so because they have such good chemistry. There, there's. Um, I mean, you, come on, who, who wouldn't want to fuck Ryan Gosling, right? Well, I was about to say who wouldn't want to fuck Emma Stone. Well, that too. But, I mean, yeah, but, Ryan Gosling's a really good guy. Yeah, they they started together in um, uh, Crazy Stupid Love, uh, and then I think a year or two later they did Gangster Squad together. Oh yeah. Oh, and now, so this is their third outing together, and like the the chemistry between them is just undeniable. And I would assume that they probably did do a little 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 hanky panky at one point or another, yeah, at least at one point or at another. least fold around or something. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and and good for both of them because they're both ridiculously attractive, ridiculously <laughs> good looking, ridiculous yes, ridiculously <laughs> good looking. No, I honestly I I've known about this this movie since uh, I think the the beginning <laughs> the beginning of summer. And uh, I, initially, um, the uh, the trailers that I saw had it slated for a June release, but then it was shopped around to um, a lot of the reps who uh, decide who wins the um, uh, Academy Award. You know, a lot of the, the the people on the inside who are in the know who do the thing. The yeah. Academy. Yeah, thank you. The Academy. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I just fucking couldn't find that word. Um, it was shopped around to a lot of these people and it was almost unanimous. They're like, no, you don't put this in the middle of all of the blockbusters and the tentpole movies. You need to push this off to award season. This yeah. needs to be in December. And it was a Christmas themed film anyways. So it just kind of made uh -huh. sense. You know, there's that background of Christmas. So Here, Christmas movie in July. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, I know I'm totally looking forward to this. Oh, really quick note here. Uh, just for anybody who's paying attention, by the time I publish this, the uh, La La Land will be coming out in like two or three days. So this comes out on um, this comes out on December the eighth. Yes, it comes out December eighth, and uh, that is uh, there's something else big coming out that day. But again, I I didn't pay attention to uh, all of the uh, all of the big releases there just because I wanted to highlight all of these. Again, this is a kind of a, a work in progress section here. So you probably covered me. it. Is that is that a musical? Oh, it is. It is musical. Yeah. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. I watched, and, the, I watched the, the, the trailer, but I wasn't sure if it was just like a movie about musicals oh, no. or an actual fucking it's, musical. It's, it's a musical. It's, uh, it's the same guy who did Whip, Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. So was I'm, Whiplash a musical? Uh, no, but I mean, it, was, it, it had it an was overarching musical theme. Yeah, It was musical. It wasn't Music it played a heavy role in that film on multiple levels. Yes. Yes, yes, they did. Make sure you do that on. Lovely. There we go. Okay, so uh, that was La La Land. It comes out December 9th. So, uh, continuing on with our uh, indie film releases for December, we move to the 16th of December. Yes, the 16th of December um, to a movie called Collateral Beauty. Now, um, right before I jump into this, just a quick sidebar. This is the very same day that Rogue One comes out. Yeah. So, so buy one movie ticket and then just go to two. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or I'll just go skip into Rogue One again because that's what I do. Um, so the, this next movie here is called Collateral Beauty, Collateral Beauty, and it stars Will Smith, um, has Kira Knightley, Kate Winslet, and 
uh, Ed Norton. Helen Mirren. And Helen Mirren. Yeah, huge yeah. cast. Basic premise of the film is that uh, Will Smith's character, uh, I mean, he's just a really smart guy, a uh, computer engineer or something like that, and he loses his daughter. And uh, to cope with the loss of his daughter, he starts writing letters, but not to people. He starts writing letters to time, to love, to grief, to anger, to hate. And he actually posts them. He mails them. And uh, funny enough, he gets replies um, by like living people. Kira Knightley plays love. Helen Mirren plays um, uh, grief or anger. And then, uh, and then I'm not sure of the cat who plays time. So, so let me just, cause this is where I was a little confused when I watched the trailer. Are they like, are they people playing these personified emotions or is it people that are like real people? Anthropomorphic personifications. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there's a five point word right there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Terry Pratchett. Uh, I'm to play Scrabble with Sarah. Now, see, I'm not oh, entirely sure. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not entirely sure whether or not they are people pretending to be these yeah. things that he's writing to or if they actually are. Yeah. I think that's something that we're going to learn in the course it, of the film. It seemed to me like it was kind of a pretty solid ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. yeah. I liked that. I totally got that feel. Yeah. yeah. Trouble is, is that um, Helen Mirren and Keira Knightley and the other chap that I can't remember. Um, his name, who I don't see in the credits, um, they're not they they're not cast as time and love and anger and grief. They actually have names. Oh, so I'm I'm curious myself uh, as to uh, whether or not they're like some anthropomorphized uh, you know persona of these feelings and emotions, or if they're you know people who are just like trolling him. I'm not really sure. Is, is, <laughs> is this based on anything? I now again, I'm not sure if there was a book. Uh, Sounds like it not. might be a book, right? Um, it's a it fun idea. Surprise me. Um, I will say, like, I, uh, I'll probably go see this, but I don't think I'll pay for it um, because <laughs> I don't ever go see Will Smith movies. That's I'm not fair. a Will Smith fan. You saw, um, you saw Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Like, I mean, oh yes, times. you did. I saw it numerous times, but <laughs> even though he was top billing. There were also a group of other people in there, and let's yeah, be honest, wasn't like, it no, is not like Helen Mirren or it, it was fucking a, anybody. No, there's no. nobody in this one. Yeah, no. Okay, they, okay. Yes, I paid a lot of money for that, but that's because <laughs> I wanted to see the new iteration of Joker, and that was my real driving. Force I'm just saying, this behind. could be a good movie. It could also, like, I don't know. After watching the the commercial or the trailer, you kind of get the feeling that. It's like what it, it's got to be that big dilemma. Otherwise, what else are they going to give you? Mm. Unless they have some like crazy shocker moment in there. But Plus, I don't know. it could be really good. and It could be kind of meh. It, it, it may be. But the fact that they put it up against Rogue One. I mean, yeah, they put it out during the, you know, award season. And yes, uh, you know, it's 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 a holiday film. You know, it's meant to make you cry and. Oh, that was so sweet. I love you so much. Let's go make a baby. See, no, this, <laughs> this movie's like, for all the guys' girlfriends who are like, all the guys who are like, I want to go see Star Wars. I'm like, I want to go see a movie I want to see. Yeah. And then like, no, this, the girlfriends want to go see Rogue compliment. One too. Oh, yeah. 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 Of course, I think it's do. more just the, the, the couples that want to go see Rogue One and yeah. the couples that want to go see yeah. Will, Will Smith romance. Yeah, weirdo, the few people in the world who aren't movies. actually I still think it could be good though. No, totally. I'm being. Yeah, but, but yeah, let's let's face it, nobody's gonna go. But see I feel that like movie. It, I feel like they release <laughs> the first day. movies like this when things like Rogue One come out because it's like different demographics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, ex yeah. exactly what it is. It is different demographics, and for those few people, those few hundred thousand people who are not gonna go see Star Wars, this is for them. And we got. I mean, I don't know. I I just don't find it to be a really good placement. Yeah. 
Well, and then it is kind of refreshing to see like a movie where Will Smith won't be contractually obligated to like run run a long distance with his shirt off or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. <laughs> like he's been doing it every movie you since do Men not in Black. Know this. Yeah, that's true. Watch, he's gonna still like have some like really depressing moment where he has to run and so oh, yeah, oh, through the rain. Yeah, yeah, no, he'll, yeah, yeah. He'll walk in the Three rain. buttons down. Yeah. He's always got. I think that <laughs> somewhere it, so there's a sub clause in every Will Smith movie contract where he's got to have like a running scene. And he's got to show off his. Hey, six he's pack. nearly fifty, and he still looks great. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, thanks, money. You know, I guess black don't crack, but you know, not uh, it no. don't. <laughs> Rich don't crack either, apparently. Uh, no, they just shrivel up and die. <laughs> so uh, once pickle. again, this is uh, uh, Collateral Beauty. Uh, the director is uh, David Frankel, who has done uh, The Devil Wears Prada, uh, You, Me, and Marley, among a few other films. What's that? Uh, so, um, you that mean That was Marley. the one about the dog. Yeah, it was. Hmm. Yeah, it was the one about the dog. It was kind of sad in the end. Uh. And Devil Wears Prada, like, made us all, like, absolutely love and hate Meryl Streep even more. Uh, <laughs> I've well always as, like, loved Meryl Streep. Really introduce us to how awesome Emily Blunt is and those smoky eyes. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm mm. sure this will, I'm sure this will be good, but again, it's, it's coming up against, uh, some really stiff competition in Rogue One. And so I'm a little dubious. And again, you know, just a personal thing. Like, I can't ever see Will Smith on screen as anybody else but Will Smith. It's just like, that's my, that's from that's West Philadelphia problem. Even, yeah. uh, even in, in, in Born Suicide Squad, all I saw him was Will Smith wearing, you know, a red and black jumpsuit, like really good with several different guns. That's all I saw. Yeah. I can't see past him. <laughs> I really can't. There are other actors that just fall right in that to what sense. they do. And I just, I can't see Will Smith as anybody else but the fucking Fresh Prince of bel-air yeah because yeah, i mean that role for him was such a cult of personality yeah uh, and you know we I all grew up with it all the time it's, yeah. it was on all the time i yeah. mean he got in one little fight and his mom got scared and then he moved with his auntie and uncle to bel-air the rest was history i hear i've done here in the early episodes you can see him mouthing the other people's lines because he has so little idea how to act that he's just like like saying it waiting for his lines and saying the other people's and then says his Wow. Will, are you clairvoyant? All power to him, all the way to the bank, millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> Let's talk some more shit. The next film uh, that we're going to talk about here for a minute uh, is one that you are definitely not going to want to go to without a big wad of tissues because it's guaranteed to make you cry like a little girl. I didn't know we had porn on the docket. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. You wow, said big. You just said a bunch of tissues and... My mind went to porn. Don't explain it. You're doing great work. (laughs) I just use towels, but whatever. (laughs) Other peoples. Anyways, um, this movie's uh, called A Monster Calls. This comes out uh, the week before Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. This is, excuse me, Christmas week, December the 23rd. The same day, by the way, as Assassin's Creed and Passengers. Um, Monster Calls basically... um, showcases what happens to a young boy who loses his mother, a young mother, to cancer. The young mother played by Felicity Jones, who is also starring in Rogue One this month. Um, which is kind of awesome. She's uh she's she's just so cool. She's you a guys busy don't know gal, who she girl. is. Man, she's I mean she's she's got a lot of good works under her belt, but uh, everybody's about to know who the fuck she is. Uh it also co stars Scorning Weaver as her mother who takes in the child uh after the uh the mother passes. And uh, with a special voice cameo of Liam Neeson, who plays uh, the titular character of the monster. Uh, basically, what happens is this boy starts manifesting. I'm not sure if he starts manifesting or if he actually is seeing 
Well, he this, starts like drawing monsters, and yes. then it it just shows up, and then it just this shows giant up like tree looking outside thing. his window. There's a giant tree that his mother says has been there for for hundreds of years, and it was there well before any of the family moved into the house, and will be there well before after several generations of the family are gone, and after mom passes, I assume from cancer. Um, he starts drawing these images right. of these trees and this big monster, and then it comes to life, and it basically, I don't know, it uh, it, it it helps to, you know, bring some kind of cathartic uh, end to his grieving. Um, and the movie just, I don't know, I've seen the trailers a few times, and a I, few, just a few, just a few dozen times, and I, I've, I've, oh yeah, I've almost lost it a couple times. It just looks so good. I was I was saying during the last song, it kind of reminded me just from the trailer. It sort of reminded me of a mix between uh, Pete or oh, wow. Roald Dahl. Yeah, Roald Dahl, like uh, James and the Giant Peach meets like Iron Giant or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. see, that makes me wish because I'm such a hater on the special effect. I just I saw that like the, the the creature come out and it's all the CGI, and I'm like, just go either full animation or use practical effects, yeah. buddies. Because well, that's because we grew up like with Tim Burton and stop just, motion I love and like yeah, and I'm yeah. such a fucking murmur about all the, it. Like it <laughs> no, just I takes totally you right out of the film. I get it. I know. No, no, I agree. With Jim you. Henson is my god. I love Jim Henson. He was a genius with his fucking puppets and shit. Absolutely. But I also love cartoons. It's like Iron Giant right. is a fucking incredible not a but thing. I mean, like, so to I understand <laughs> channeling that. It's getting better though. It is. Yeah, and like true. it's not like back in the days of Star like, Wars episode one through three. Anyway, but right. <laughs> like it's it still could be cool. And I I actually am really excited about this. No, uh, because we has BFG come out yet? Uh, it's out. It's yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go see that. I was it's not on DVD but like, I'm excited for this one. This one looks cool. I think it looks it looks just the right amount of like creepy and spooky and like how fucked up is this kid and like what I don't know. I'm excited about it. It looks really neat. It's dark but it's, still like contemporary and, and fantasy all at the same time. It looks like it. And and you know when I saw the monster reveal in the trailer, the first thing I thought of was Ents. Yes, from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And but and this, too. if this monster was an ent, it would be like ents that were even more fucking angry <laughs> than they were in the Two Towers when they destroyed, you know, Saruman's home. You know, th- this thing looks awesome, and and it almost kind of makes me want to wish, like, I mean, I wish trees could really get up and do that in real life. And there was a cool, there was a cool like claustrophobia in the in the in the trailers. I don't know, I like the kid is in the room and you can like you can feel that you can see him looking out toward like what the fuck is going on out there as this thing comes to and life like, and, and that, that almost makes it even worse you get the sense that he can't for some reason he's trapped he, he cannot escape yeah. I don't know when I was watching it the first thing that I saw like that I kind of said to myself right when I saw the monster was I am Groot but, right but yeah. totally. <laughs> Groot mixed with Iron Giant yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except with the voice of Liam Neeson instead of Vin Diesel. Yeah. See, he actually who has actually a vocabulary. Did the, who did, did both, the voice of the Iron Giant, too. Yes, he did. Both yeah. modulated. Yeah. Yeah. Liam Neeson <laughs> has done so much voiceover work. He's almost like the voice of a ton of children's film. He's 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 almost like the children's uh, ambassador to so many of these characters that he's done. Um, he has that deep, comforting voice. Yeah, well, yeah. He was a two-pack-a-day smoker for like 30 years. That's not surprising. So, How do you know that? So listen up, kids. If you want a sexy voice, smoke. <laughs> I'd be mildly Irish. Yeah, well, no, no. He's not mildly Irish. He's all kinds of fucking Irish. Oh, yeah. For sure. Unless be he's Scottish, in which case I do apologize. He might be a little bit of both, you know. You know how shit went down back in the day. Oh, they don't fuck each other. They, they, they everybody fucked everybody. Wow. 
We won't. If we can't fight them, what is it? Get them out. We'll breed them out. Fucking Braveheart, anyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I definitely got the. Uh, the right the of Prima Nocta. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, man. I haven't watched that movie in a minute. Uh, no, he's Northern Ireland. Northern Irish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's from uh, Ballymina. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's all kinds of fucking Irish. But he's a Northern Irelander, so. But uh, back to this movie, uh, who's, so, so who was uh, the director for this? Because I, and oh, I yeah, was kind of wondering. Uh, it's uh, J.A. Like, Buyana. He's done uh, The Impossible as well as The Orphanage. Hmm. I don't know if you guys saw The Impossible. It had mm-hmm. uh, Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts and a young Tom Holland, who's our Spider-Man hmm. now. I saw The Orphan. Or the orphanage mm-hmm. is the orphanage. Yeah, yeah, that is a heck of a movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. A little spooky. Well, I uh, I'm sure that he's gonna bring in some really uh, deep kind of spooky undercurrents. But again, it, this is essentially this is a this is a tearjerker. I he mean, could also be like a contender in a Daniel Radcliffe like Harry Potter lookalike contest. Uh, like, yeah, this guy's they, from they Spain. Very similar. This guy's from Spain. Though. He's a Spanish Harry Potter. He's a Spanish Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> 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 if I knew how to oh, say man. Harry in Spanish, I'd do it, but I can't. Uh, I think it's Harry. Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> man. So, uh, A Monster Calls comes out on. December the 23rd, and you can bet a lot of people are going to be clamoring to see that for the Christmas weekend, um, as well as going to see Assassin's Creed and Passengers, which both of which I'm totally looking forward to. Yeah. Um, but I will definitely be seeing this. It is in limited release that weekend, and then it'll be in wide release come, uh, I think, January 9th. Um, but as stipulated by the Academy, if you're going to have a movie up for contention for Best Picture or anything that's going to be considered a part of the following year's Academy Awards, your film has to be released by the like the final Friday of the year. Oh wow! Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, and 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 some filmmakers are really clever. They they do a uh, a film festival release way yeah. in advance of that deadline at like the Toronto International yeah. Film Festival yeah. or in uh, you even know. even if it's not in theaters where you can see it, yeah. as long as it premieres, yeah, it it's in contention for yeah. the Academy Awards and or the Golden Globes. We live in a really really awesome part of town, Santana Roche, just down the street. And they always have uh, films that are, you know, uh, early Satan releases. Row. Yeah, Satan Row. <laughs> um, you know, so it's like here, San Francisco and Berkeley. Right. Those are the three areas that get those early, early releases. So thankfully, we will definitely be getting the early release of A Monster Calls two to three weeks before it comes out for a wide release. So uh, the last uh, film that I want to talk about here for a minute is... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I'm I've got a rash of shit from just about everybody here on the panel because I put this on here, but that's fine because uh you know I'm I'm a big fan of his work. This is Live by Night, comes out uh December thirtieth, and it is uh it sounds it like is, a rush movie. It's <laughs> it's written, directed, produced, and is starring Ben Affleck. Now, if anybody oh, knows he's, how he's trying awesome, to pull another Argo. Now, he, if you know how awesome Argo or the town was. You know that this may work really, really well because I loved both of those movies. That they were both really good. I I've gone back and forth over the last two and a half decades of watching Ben Affleck. The first film that I saw Ben Affleck in was Mallrats good circa nineteen ninety five. Oh yeah. Okay, that's the first thing I saw him in. And in fact, <laughs> I think that was the first thing he ever starred in. And I've been watching his career ever since. That's not the first thing he starred in. Oh, really sorry, he was in, in he School was, Ties. 
Oh, or, or yeah, so I think it's called School Ties or with, uh, with Matt Damon and Brendan Fraser. With and, Brendan Fraser, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also in Days Confused as well. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Grass would be purple oh, before yeah. the day's out. Now that was a great it's character. A, it's a similar role in both yeah, films. Yeah, no, it is. But I mean, that's that's him. That's oh, him yeah, when he was right. younger. Clearly, that was his early young persona. Yeah, even just, in uh, that asshole friend. Bad. What's the other flick? Um, about the big one, the big one, Goodwill Hunting. He was kind of yeah. that oh, character. Yeah. Yeah. Hunting yeah, no, he he plays the same character in a lot of his films. I, but you know, he's from the East Coast. So what do you give him? I mean, I gotta say, like, I am like, okay, I really am still. Even though I saw Argo, I liked Argo. I thought it was, you know, it was it was a decent film and everything. I kind of feel like the main reason it won was just for the time period, like the oh, time like the that it came out, everything that, that was going out, yeah. on at that time politically. I feel like it totally just like rang in like with a whole lot of people. It just rode the wave. Yeah, it was it like for the time that it came out. If 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 that same movie came out this year. As opposed to two years ago when it did, I don't think it would have necessarily been as impactful. Well, um, so a little backstory on this film here. Uh, it's set in the Prohibition era. Um, ben Affleck plays the uh, the main character here who comes back from uh, the war uh, only to find that Which the, world war? Is, uh, the First World War. It's oh, Prohibition yeah. era. So it's the First World War. Um, or maybe it's the Second World War. I'm not entirely sure. Pro- Prohibition ran <laughs> no, from 1929 no, to 19... 19- 33 or something like this. It's, so it's after probably, World War One. It's after World War One. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. So uh, he comes back from the First World War uh, to realize that, you know, the world is drastically different and he turns into a life of crime and becomes this big gangster boss. And honestly, I love a good period film. And this is honestly playing with the 20s, uh, the late 20s, early 30s. Like, this is my favorite time to, uh, um, to see people experiment with film-wise. <laughs> I really, really like it. And yeah, this is an experiment because this could yeah. tank. This could be horrible. But I don't. I don't think it will be. I think you guys will be. Uh, nope. I think you guys will be eating crow after I, after uh, this comes out. I, really I like. Do. I like. I like movies based in this time period. Um, I really like. I like. I mean, I love the old cars. I love the old architecture. I love a lot of that stuff. Um, but I mean, Ben Affleck likes to cast himself as a gang. You guys remember Geely? Yeah, it was terrible though. Who the hell saw that? Though? I just I hope he doesn't you like bring, bring up Gigli. <laughs> Isn't there a, a rule for that on the internet somewhere? I just thought it was. I, I thought it was just. I don't know. That was that was what first Godwin's came to mind or something. when I when well, I heard his like gangster accent and everything like that. That was kind of the first thing that came to mind. But I'm still like I'm still drawn in because I like I like time period movies like this. Yeah, yeah. And I anything that has to do with robbing banks, I'm I'm yeah. usually about it. Yeah. Um. And he does play a gangster. But still, like, you know, part of me couldn't help but snicker just a little bit. You know? Well, and there's a hell of a cast uh, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Zoe Zaldana, who is, I mean, she's just in everything. She's great. She's in everything now. I mean, she's she's got two big tent poles with Star Trek as well as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Elle Fanning, the younger and supremely more talented of the two Fanning sisters, <laughs> she's in this. Uh, well said. Well as said. well as uh, Sienna Miller. Thank you, and uh, Brendan Gleeson. Uh, I mean, I mean, this is just a, a ridiculously good cast. You guys know who Brendan Gleeson is, Mad Eye Moody. Oh yeah, yeah. I Harry will, Potter. I will only say that in oh, the yeah. previews, his his hat was too white, his <laughs> chin was too sharp, his beard was too short, 
and it just looked there was just a sense of like wait you're not a gangster you're Ben Affleck playing a gangster <laughs> <laughs> like weren't was, you just Batman like, yeah, it was just like he was a little too cut for that era it's like no you either need to be a fat guy or a skinny guy it's the fucking twice <laughs> people didn't really work out calisthenics was not a big thing at thank the time. you PK no. I mean seriously <laughs> I, I you know I'm sorry I I watched the trailer for this and you know as I said, this is another Ben Affleck quadruple threat. Um, I did not like Argo. I, I thought it was a long, drawn-out piece of shit. And really? Wow. No, I just, okay. you know, and, and I was totally expecting to like it because, you know, it's about a bunch of guys who, who make a fake movie production. I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to get into this because I used to make independent films. Argo, fuck yourself. No, I just couldn't <laughs> get into it, man. And, um, you know, I never saw his other one because I was like, well, Argo the sucked. Town? Why would I see that? You should watch um, that movie. You know, and and I do like that was good. some more of his other recent movies. You know, I loved Gone Girl. That wasn't a helmed film of his, but no, he was David great Fincher. in that movie. I like um, that he's at least going for more range now. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, you know, but after watching the preview for this, I'm like Ben Affleck as a gangster. No, I can't. I can't do it. I just can't. <laughs> I, he just. It's it's not convincing to me. It's not at all. Um, you know, maybe maybe I will be proved wrong, but uh, we'll see. I'm still looking forward to it. I mean, like again, bank robberies, cars on fire, like there's 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 definitely like an appeal. Doesn't matter who the leading man is. Thank you, Chip. Yeah. Thank you. And I think you guys are all going to be proven wrong except for the Viking cuz she's never wrong. <laughs> I won't say that. I I will freely admit when I'm wrong. I'm never wrong except when I'm right. <laughs> dramatic pause it's funny uh-huh yeah <laughs> it's funny it's supposed to be funny even if it sounds weird so um that was our uh our quick uh little rundown of what's coming out here in december i hope you guys uh were a little enlightened and uh go out to see at least one of these movies la la land and if you um, want to take us out to the movies you could uh you could always just give us a call at 408-883-7539 and let us know because you know we're all interns here so you could always take us out to a movie that'd yeah. be cool like Maybe that. we'll have you come and guest host on another show. You never know. Hey, hey, don't don't make promises. I'm not going to make promises. Indeed. All right, I'm going to play another song here. As I think, uh, the Sarah Monster, are you going to hang out? Are you going to take? Nah, I'm going to go catch the train. All right, say goodbye, Sarah Monster. Bye, Sarah Monster. All right, so uh, this is two. Uh, this is verse with too many chiefs, and you're listening to Face Radio. Mm-hmm. 